All right, the Colorado Avalanche head north to Alberta and in a raucous atmosphere at the Rogers place, the Avalanche take game three and now have a three to nothing lead on Edmonton. One win away from the Stanley Cup final. Now, that is obviously all well and good. Things are looking very good for the Colorado Avalanche. We are not counting any chickens before they have hatched yet. We still have to get that one more game. So there's a lot of good to talk about here, but there is one glaring, glaring bad, and that is Nazem Kadri. And we got the word real quickly after the game was over from Jared Bednar that he will be out for the remainder of this series, if not longer. A lot to talk about with this game. Like we said, it's like the yin and the yang. You're feeling good because the Avs are now up three to nothing, and then you get that news. But is this different than last year when Nazem Kadri was no longer with the Avs because of the hit in the St. Louis series? Just feels a little bit different with this team. Got a lot to break down. Let's get to it. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to a special Sunday episode, Sunday brunch with Shaggy and myself here today. Why? Because it was a weekend game and it's the playoffs, so we're not going to take a day off either. Avs go into Edmonton and take this one. What a game. A, a very hard-fought game, the way that you thought it would be. Uh, in one, as- one aspect, not so much with the Vander Kane and the hit that he had on Nazem Kadri. We'll talk about that. A lot to get to because the Avs are up three to nothing. I don't think a lot of people thought this would happen. When we did our crossover with Brett, we, all of us were like, this is a seven-game series. It's not over. But, man, no. if if Edmonton can come back and win four in a row against the Avalanche, that is th- that will be an achievement of all achievements. So I'm going to bring in Mr. Shaggy Von Doom here uh, in a second. But first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P and underscore Avalanche on Twitter. Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show over on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe and get notified when a new show goes live. Almost at 1,000 people. Let's uh, break that barrier. Um, All right, man. So first of all, give me your thoughts on the game. Well, it's now Sunday. We just beat McJesus. Mm -hmm. Um, It only (laughs) is appropriate. No, Um, I'm I'm confused. I'm confounded and confused. The Avalanche are... Up 3-0 on the Edmonton Oilers. Like, on paper and on, uh, like, the eye test, the Avs look good um, in how they handle this high-powered forward core that the Edmonton Oilers have. They can't convert the power play. Tonight was the first night of the series they've been winning faceoffs. when, statistically, it's not supposed to be this way. Edmonton had more high-danger shots. Um, and you're not getting your scoring other than like the empty net cleanup from your big guys. It's like nuke and JT Comfer. Like mm-hmm. it's com- it's very confusing and it's refreshing, especially with um, 
with the loss of Nas for a little while. Um, it's well, it's just it's you want to be excited, but you don't know how to take it. Like me, I'm speaking for like me personally. Like this is this is great. This is exciting. But like, how do you wrap your mind around it? Well, you know, the game of hockey is a a fickle sport. And, you know, a team that is showing dominance uh, and it's that's been the case for the Avalanche in so many first periods, uh, Mm -hmm. this this playoffs and, you know, they will come out and they look good. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get hung up on the fact that, you know, if, if it's not a blowout, if they're not scoring at will, what's wrong with the Avalanche? And. I don't really look at it that way because I, I, I kind of I always say, you know, there's two teams playing here yeah. and Edmonton was going to you. You just knew they were going to play a much better game. And I like I said in the beginning, when all when all three of us picked at this game going seven, I don't think it was less of because of the avalanche not playing up to their potential. They were. It was Edmonton kind of really upping their game when the playoffs mm-hmm. came. But this is like, like okay, like the Avs, th- this was, I think, we've said this before with, with like, especially in the, in the Nashville series. What you got from Nashville is the best that you could get from them. Yeah. And you just, there was like, there's no way that Nashville team can beat the Avalanche four times. And right now, just the way Colorado is yeah. playing, Edmonton is doing everything that they can. They are playing to the best of their ability, and they can't get past Colorado they can't get a game one now they might win game four who knows but this I I just feel like this is the avalanche playing so much better than their opponents yeah and 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 that's not to slight Edmonton but Colorado is just clicking on all sailors with the exception of the 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 power play and I want to talk about that for a second because a lot of people you just you just look at the numbers and it's like Oh, what were they? Oh, for five. I want to yeah. say, um, oh, for five, oh, for okay. five. Yeah. Bad, bad. If you, if you can get one or two of those, this game, one of those was a five minute major, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. And if you can get one or two of those in and on the major, if you can get two just on the major, then, then things are, are just more comfortable. It makes you more comfortable mm-hmm. to have that lead. But if you're watching the game on that five minute major, yeah, the abs didn't come away with the goal. You clearly don't want that, but they had nine shots on goal during that five minute major. Yeah. Okay. So they're getting chances. And on all of the power plays, they gain the zone with relative ease. We're setting up plays. It's not like Edmonton was attacking them in the neutral zone and knocking the puck loose and sending it back down uh, to the def- defensive end. Like Avalanche had chances. Yeah. So for that, I, I'm, f- I'm, I'm happy with that. The results is the issue. You know what I mean? Like you do want to see some goals go in clearly, but I mean, they're, they're setting up and, and you didn't have Nazem Kadri on any of those power plays. True. Very true. Big part of that too. But you did have him on the night. You went one for seven on the power play. Very true. Very true. I I don't know. I'm looking at it in two ways. I'm looking at it as like they're, 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 Doing what they they should be doing mm-hmm. on the power play, uh, but you're just not getting the result. So fine, I, I, there's good and bad to that. Where I'm not just making a sweeping statement. They're zero for five. Power play sucks. No, like I'm not looking at it like that. I'm sorry. 
And, you know, and going back to your point about how they're playing Edmonton and Edmonton's giving all their, they got a lot of the comments like that we've been getting on YouTube. Everybody's kind of starting to buy into the hype, which is great. It's about time as fans like love this team. Um, talking about this being a short series. And I just kept saying, wait till we play a game in Edmonton and then you can make your assessment. Yeah. I'm starting to buy into the hype now. Like if this is how Edmonton plays at home, and Nuke and JT Comfer are the ones to seal the deal for you, and Miko puts in an empty netter. Like, is this it? Like, I'm not looking at is um, yeah. is this all Edmonton can do? Is uh, it just like the top line cancels each other out, and then yeah, Frankie, yeah. this is back to back outstanding games from Francois. Yeah, is this like is going is St. Louis going to be the hardest hurdle on the way to? the cup it's looking that way uh, you know I, I don't know what Edm- edmonton has no answer for the depth of the app exactly none and and how that's not going to change no you know i mean and and even you had burkowski out because mm-hmm. he's probably still got a nice little charlie horse uh abe kubel is out and not not to say that abe kubel is you know <laughs> He's the linchpin for the avalanche. Go ahead and quote tweet it now. (laughs) You had two guys out and what happens? You just, okay, let's, we'll just replace them. And, and you know, that's the next man up mentality and they don't miss a beat. So it's just, it's a big ask for, for any team and especially Edmonton who was playing their best hockey of the season going into this series and And, they can't crack Colorado. And not only that, like you mentioned, uh, Berkey and Knock going down. Nas only played 37 seconds tonight. Right. Yeah. So they played down tonight. He basically didn't play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they played down and still were able to come back from a McDavid early goal. First shot of the game. One shot, one goal. Didn't let it get in their head. Uh, Frankie got right back to business. Nuke got everything going. You didn't even notice an absence like they were playing down. Like the depth is outstanding. I'm telling you, man, I, I was sitting back watching this game. I was so just comfortable and reserved watching this game from the comfort of my living room. And I think it was for two reasons. One, I just felt like the Avs were going to come out on top of this game. And two, if they lost, I mean, you're still up two to one in the series. And the way that they were playing I just I just have a comfortability level with this team that I haven't had in a long time. And a loss in the playoffs does not just make me stew for a day until they play again like it has before. I, I, I am so high on this team right now, and I'm not – again, like we still have another game to go and we – you know, to, to get to where we want to. But, man, I, I just I just love this team. And I have so much confidence in this team. There's listen, Avalanche fans, we are one step away, one game from the Stanley Cup finals. If you are trying to tell me why we should not buy into this team right now on the verge of sweeping the Edmonton Oilers, like you have to, you got to really come at me with a case because the depth on this team alone is a reason to buy into this team. And we talked last episode about. We want the cup being superstitious. This is something you should believe in right now because this team is probably the team you can believe in most since 01. So it's about time to start buying in. Yeah. 
it's it, it's just fun to watch. It really is. And, you know, going into that atmosphere and uh, like we said, the McDavid first shot of the game, I mean, <laughs> couldn't start any worse. But once again, the abs give up the first goal and it's just like, all right, it's almost like Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs would give you that first strike. Yeah. Just give it to you. Yeah. And because he knew, like, that's fine. I know how to hit. I'll give you that first one, and then I'm coming after you. And I'm not saying the ads are purposely giving up a goal, it's, but they do, and it's like, okay, fine. We'll just get back to work, and, and we'll take it back. It's like Floyd Mayweather when he sits there and lets somebody get exhausted. Yeah. And yeah. they use everything yeah. they got, and then they come back and just absolutely obliterate you. Mm. So that's the good. The bad is glaring for on multiple accounts Oh yeah, uh, with, with Nazem Kadri and Evander Kane. So we will get to that, but Bet Online, we're going to talk about them first. BetOnline.net, it's your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, the new, all the news and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting and MMA and UFC and boxing news. You can, uh, excuse me, BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more on the trends and the action. It's betonline.net. It's where the game starts. So like Kyle said earlier, Nazem Kadri, 30-some-odd seconds uh, before getting checked right into the boards on a nasty, disgraceful garbage hit from Evander Kane. What else should we expect from Evander Kane? Um, and the, the thing, like he's like a wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he's always complaining and, and he, he viciously threw Nas into the boards the way he did. And then he's like putting his hands palms up like what I do. Just that's a whole nother topic, but yeah, um, it, it was ugly. It was nasty. He got a five minute major for it. Nas, like we said in the very beginning, um, is out for at least the rest of the Western Conference Finals. You would have to think, I mean, you know, that that that's all relative depending on how many games this takes for the Avs to finish off Edmonton and then mm-hmm. on the East Coast, uh, the Rangers and, and the Lightning. So if, you know, if it's relatively quick, if the Rangers sweep Tampa Bay, which I don't think anybody expects them to do that, but I'm just saying it's relatively quick. If, if the ads make quick work of Edmonton and the Rangers make quick work of the lightning, and then we have a Stanley cup final in a few days, like he's not going to be back. So it's all, it's all relative on, on when the Stanley cup final actually will will start, but this is not good news for the avalanche. Clearly. I mean, like I said, I still feel good about this team and, and, they've shown the next man up mentality. Kadri's a different animal. He's been having a fantastic playoff and now he's not going to be there. So number one, we'll start with the hit and Evander Kane. Go on that. <sighs> I will. Let's, I don't know. I, I said this in the lockdown avalanche Twitter space, by the way, on game day, you can find us there on Twitter. It's a great place to hang out. Um, if you take the storyline from game two out of it, the hit was a hit. Nas took it weird and got hurt. Right. Um, there's no need to react like St. Louis would and start screaming about Evander Kane. He's this, that, and the other. It was a hockey hit, and hockey things happened. Um, you hate to see it. 
Evander Kane's still skating and Nas isn't. And that wasn't the end. He kept headhunting yeah. for the rest of that game. As soon as he, he got was, out of the, the box, he went right. I don't I think it was Sturm. I think he went right after Sturm. Seconds after he got out of the box. And I have a feeling it's because in his mind, sitting in the sin bin, um, thinking about all the bad he did. Um, I think he knows that once the Department of Player Safety reviews that, there might be repercussions. So we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Kane situation. Not thrilled with it. It happened. No amount of belly aching is going to change it. What we have now is no Nazem Kadri. And this is a player that anybody who's listening to the show, they know is literally my favorite player on the Avalanche. Yeah. Um, the Avalanche rallied around him in the St. Louis series. Um, the Players' Tribune article, everybody got on the Nas side. And now you see the national narrative miraculously now in this series. Nas is a good guy. Give him a chance. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's gone. You hate to see it. Um, everything that he is overcoming when he comes to like his past and like the goonery and setting it right. You have that feeling that he's not going to see the end of the road. He's not going to see it to fruition. And that, that stings the most when it comes to production. Like we were talking about, you didn't see Nas. I mean, you didn't see Nathan McKinnon. You didn't see Miko, like Miko put the empty netter in. But other than that, like he's got three goals like they're not the they're not there. You're getting your scoring from the depth. Um, it's not that big of a factor now. Going into the Stanley Cup, it might be, and his absence will really be felt. How long it'll be, who knows? But I think it's just that guy to rally around. It's almost like that Ray Bork moment. That hey, we're not going to let this guy lose another playoff. We're going to get him a cup. You had that feeling around Nas as well. Like hey. He's he's made up for all this. He likes being here. Let's get this guy a cup and show him everybody what this guy is capable of. That's gone. How do the Avs, do they continue to rally around him, dedicate this whole season to him? That's what you want to see. Yeah. Well, the the, the Kane hit, I, I, I just, I know like things happen in hockey, and, and but there's certain players when, when they do something like this, you're like, the dude learns nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and people who want to say like, well, uh, what's Nazem Kadri learned? A lot. Yeah, and you're not watching the Colorado Avalanche. Like, I, I, I'm willing to bet you're from a different fan base if you're saying like, well, you know, that's uh, the, the the guy who got hit has his own problems. Sure, but he's gone out of his way to try to correct them. Is Vander Kane putting up a, a article in the Players Tribune? I haven't seen one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so um, with with with. With Kane, I mean, that was just a, a vicious and uncalled for hit. His numbers are clearly in front of you. He's mm-hmm. five feet away from the boards, and you viciously throw him into the boards. Now, I, I think at the very least, you're going to be seeing a fine. Yes. I don't know if you will be seeing a suspension. Um, I think the league might look at it as like, well, he was given a five-minute major. That's uh, that's a punishment. Well, okay, that's an in-game punishment. But, you know, that doesn't mean there shouldn't be like some residual punishment. And I would not be surprised if he gets a game. Wouldn't be surprised. Not at all. But I, you know what? I think honestly, it's a Vander Kane. A fine might hurt him just as bad. (laughs) Yes, you're right. (laughs) Um, So we'll see. I mean, I, 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 they're definitely going to obviously look at it. But I think you are getting at the very least a fine 
with the possibility of at least uh, a game. I don't think you get anything more than a game for that. Um, but again, like, how is that helping his team? And this exactly. is exactly like this is the part where like I would never want like Evander a, a Kane is not that guy for me that like you root against if he's not on your team and you root for when he's on your team. He's not that guy for me. And and that is why, because you just scored seconds into the game, the arena is going crazy. And then you do that. How does how is that helping? Regardless of the, the avalanche didn't score and it doesn't matter. There, that that arena went from the roof was blown off to you could hear a pin drop. Yep. And that's because he does stupid things like that all the time. So, yeah, from that aspect, he he, he might not be there for game four. We shall see. We know Nazem Kadri is not going to be there. I don't like sure that'll hurt them. Let's not kid ourselves. That'll hurt them. It'll hurt them the most in what we talked about earlier, the power play. Mm-hmm. That's where it will hurt them. Someone can step up and 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 fill that role on the second line, and and they have you know. You, I think Burakovsky not playing, having another day to heal. He hopefully will be back, unless that's a really bad injury that he sustained. I don't know, but he can come back. You know what I mean? Like you have guys that can step up on on five on five. Where I feel good, I feel comfortable. You can pull Lecky up to that PP one, which I'm surprised they weren't doing. I know. I, I said that, to, and not nothing against JT Comfort because you know uh, he's been he's been fantastic lately. But uh, you know, I, I was a little surprised that, that they did not have uh, looking in on that top line. But yeah. whatever. Um. All right, let's get to our sound check, and then we have some other things in the, in the game that I kind of wanted to get to, um, especially with you know the, the Avalanche, like the first goal that they scored was uh, a little help from Edmonton. And then Leon Dreisaitl himself does not mm-hmm. look good. So um, let's get to our sound check. And if you are new to this, uh, Kyle and I pick a song that we feel best summarizes the most recent game, win or lose. In this case, game three against the Edmonton Oilers. And these songs go up on a playlist over on Spotify. Just search for LLP and Soundcheck. Follow along, and then uh, we throw new songs up after every game. What do you got for this one, my man? <clears throat> From the Great War of Fallout Boy versus Panic at the Disco. Um, that's a war. I, it was a war. I, was it really? <clears throat> I'm not in the. Uh, what do they? What do they call that music? Like um, alternative? No, no. That's like an alternative. Music. Emo punk. Emo, emo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of like the emo verse, isn't it? I was I was there for a while. I was Were on you? Team Fallout Boy until they <laughs> sold out. <laughs> And okay. then I was like, Panic at the Discos always stayed the same. Yeah. And uh, that's who's bringing us today's sound check. Panic at the Disco, Northern Downpour. We went across the border. Okay. And, oh, you know, like that arena was, and I, I called it in the Twitter space. I said it was like the Bizarro World Ball Arena. That place was hopping. That place was jumping. And, all of that energy was taken out of there. They were wearing their own Edmondson Oiler chains. I was like, okay, this is just weird, and I don't like it. Right. Um, but boy, they were filing out of there at the end. And uh, took a little bit of uh, avalanche up in Alberta. Can't spell Alberta without an A. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, went up there, took care of business. Northern downpour, Northern Panic downpour. at the Disco. And Panic at the Disco, 
Like it was always panic exclamation point at the disco. Yes. And then they got rid of the exclamation point. And then I think the exclamation point is back. It's back. It is back. So they can't make up their mind on punctuation for some reason. At least but, they realize it. Hey, my daughter, uh, obviously huge into Frozen. So obviously mm-hmm. Frozen 2, they do they do the version of, uh, I think it's Into the Unknown mm-hmm. from Frozen 2. Thumbs up, Panic at the Disco, I got to say. It's, it's good. really good. good. Yeah. Weezer does a song on Frozen 2 soundtrack, by the way. Uh, Lost in the Woods. Yeah. That's oh, that's Weezer. right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to find um, a Weezer song to put in one of these sound checks. They need. I know some we haven't had Weezer yet. I don't think. Uh, for me, I'm going with a song that it, I'm going with a cover version of it. It's been covered by a lot of people. I think it's it was written in like the 50s or 60s for a, a play, but it's gone through the channels of so many people covering it. I know Michael Bublé covers it, uh, but I'm going with the Muse version. Love Muse. I saw them open for the Red Hot Chili Peppers years ago, and I was blown mm. away. Um, and this song is called feeling good and you'll probably know it when you hear it. And, uh, again, I'm not getting ahead of myself, but like I said earlier in the show, where the abs are at, how they're playing, I just have a comfortability level and I I am, I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling good. (laughs) That's all I can really say about it. I get Um, goosebumps thinking about it, man. It's just, it's right there. It's right there. You're right there. You are right there. Monday cannot come fast enough. Now, do you want them to throw this so it so it can go Ooh. back to to Colorado and, and win Look, it on home? Oh, you want me to answer that right now? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't need Manson, it, but I know Manson's banged up. Like, yeah, you still want Berkey to heal up. You want to take Nas to the finest doctors of the country. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not asking just, you know, for those reasons, which are all valid reasons. I'm just asking so the home crowd can uh, enjoy it and experience it. No, let's get there on a heartbreak, baby. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But I know there's some people in the back of their minds that are are like, eh, it would be nice to I'll, I'll say this. If they do lose game four, uh, OK, uh, I'm all right. Let's go do it on home ice. But no, you're not throwing in the towel in, in any way, shape or form. Trust me, you'd much rather see the Avalanche come back to Denver as Western Conference champions yeah. than you would a defeated team looking to be Western Conference champion. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how defeated they would be. You know, they, I mean, all you've, you've, defeated, you want, you've just you're, lost one game, but I know you're, you're right there. there. Just get it all, and, and especially with all of the, this is like going into the playoffs. Remember like some yeah. of the injuries they had with, with uh, Landeskog and uh, Kadri had an, an injury. Like, Gerard, but he came back a couple of um, uh, weeks earlier. You 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 want to get this over and done with? So you had, like you said, you had Manson going to the board. It seems like he was okay, but he might wake up with some aches and pains tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, you want you want to get this over with, and then hope that the Lightning can show up and make that thing go seven games. So you are rested. And Darcy's skating. Is he? I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, Darcy was on the ice today before the game, or okay. yesterday before the game. So that's still out there, even though we're going to ride Frankie until he falls apart. Oh, you have um, to. You absolutely like, have to. It's it's there. So to know you'll have both going into the eventual Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, all good. Uh, for the Avs, like yeah, like we said in the beginning, like the the goals didn't come easy. Like Smith. Played a good game. You know, the Avs threw another 40 plus shots on goal at him. 
and it seemed like he got injured mm-hmm. uh, at some point in the yeah. game, and and the Abs just they noticed it, but you know they just couldn't collect the puck and take advantage of the puck and take advantage of that. Like he, just, it seemed like he was struggling to stand. It seemed like he worked through it throughout the game. It's like he's Wolverine. Yeah, his adamantium kicked in. <laughs> um, but so I thought I thought he played a, a good game. But the and the, the goals were were tough to come by for the Avs. The very mm-hmm. first Val Nachuskin one was was off of Darnell Nurse. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even a shot really that was going towards the net. Just going towards the front of the net and it hit him and went in. But you know, that's all the Avs need is just to get that one. And then Nachuskin got another one. He came oh so close to getting that hat trick. Yeah. I think it was a pass from Nathan McKinnon on a on a two on one and it just I think it hit the the crossbar and just sailed high. So you had you had that and, and Leon Dreisaitl. He's not 100%. He, he hasn't been 100% for most of these playoffs. But he he was mixing it up with Nathan McKinnon, and he went down, and you could see him get up, and, and he was hurt. And you got to give him credit. you got to give Mike Smith credit mm-hmm. for working through it, and you got to give Leon Dreisaitl credit for working. This is the playoffs. Like, they're not going to take themselves out. But is there a point where it's like you're hurting more than you're helping? No, we talked about it in the first segment. Um, Avalanche depth is better than Edmonton depth. If I'm Leon Dreisaitl, I'm looking behind me. Leon Dreisaitl, like the great value brand, is not sitting there. Um, like, mm, I, but if, man, I'm, like if, the, if I'm at 40%, it's better than what is behind me in Edmonton. Yeah, I, I know there's some truth to that, but th- he – okay, Bowen Byram is, is a lot smaller than mm-hmm. Leon Dreisaitl. And Dreisaitl could not even push – Dreisaitl had the puck and was – you could tell he was trying to make a power move at the in the front of the the net, and and Bowen Byram just stuck right with him. He couldn't even shake Bowen Byram off of him. He if was, you can, was, if you get just a glimpse of Leon Drysaddle, that's enough, and that's what they're hoping for. But it's yeah. if you yeah, take him I, out, if you take him out, you feel like the series is over. Yeah, I, that's that's a good point. <clears throat> I mean, you don't. I mean, maybe not that game, but because you're you're down a guy for the rest of the game. You know what I mean? It's not like you can sub someone in for him and you're you're back to full lines. Yeah. But do they look at this going forward? I mean, I I don't know. It, it sounds stupid to say like no, like you're saying like a 50% Leon Dreisaitl is still their best chance. But a 50% Leon Dreisaitl against the Colorado Avalanche is going to do nothing. It's, he's not going to do anything. He was just turning the puck over, and when he did, he just looked so defeated, and he would just—he couldn't even like get on his 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 horse to to build up momentum to get back on defense. He was just like, ah, "I'm done. I don't have it. I don't know, man. Like that 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 is a liability, and I don't know what the you know who would replace him. I don't know who Edmonton's you know exactly like. exactly. So if you do, you're maybe asking someone that's unproven. I don't know. I mean, it's something I got to ask Brett. I, I will ask Brett. What's his take on it? Because it's he's, he's one of the best players in the league. But like I said, is he hurting more than he's helping? If for, for if you can, I'm looking at that and be like, play please, because he's not he's not a threat right now. Well, the Avalanche have the depth. Like you could get scoring. Like Darren Helm sent us to where we are right now. Like you don't really have that option in Edmonton. Like if you take out Drysital, like you're you're what you're hoping for, your back's against the wall in Edmonton. Like if you lose, that's it. 
you're hoping for one last gasp of adrenaline, just one more effort. He does one more dry sidle thing, and that puts you right to where you want to be. And you'll take all the bad shifts you could possibly get just for that glimpse of normal dry sidle. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, like I said, it's the playoffs. He's not going to take himself out. He's going to see this thing to the end. But he, he's that it, it, it hurts Edmonton clearly. Yep. Clearly hurts Edmonton. So. All right. Um, again, and I also wanted to say with, with the abs, some like class by them at the end. Another penalty committed by Edmonton. Um, who was it? Because it was right. they, they gave him a misconduct. It was yeah, Brad Malone. Brad Malone with a stupid cross check. Uh, Wasn't that was, Ray was Romano's him. brother? And everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> what's it? What's his brother's name in that? Because they were Malones, wasn't it? They Brad were Malones. Malone? Oh, now you're, it's going to kill me. Ray, it's Ray and, and oh, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, God, it's going to kill oh. me. Anyway, um, but the abs, you know, they, they got, so they had a power play with less than a minute to go. They threw like the third line power play out that yeah. Jack Johnson was out there. And they just did four corners and just passed it around and, and didn't just try to throw some more shots on that to just get a, a meaningless goal. And, when when the Evander Kane stuff happened, which like you said is in the first minute of the game, they didn't go after him. You know, they're like, we're just gonna go win the game. Edmonton, you can concern yourself with with you know gooning it up like that. We're gonna go score some goals and win the game. So, um, and I said on Twitter, like, if this game does get out of hand, then the ads will retaliate. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that's the way that it goes. But the ads, were, they were not going to do what Evander Kane did. They were not going to shoot themselves in the foot even further and retaliate and put somebody in the box for five minutes or, you know, a, a 10 minute misconduct um, because he wants to be stupid. They weren't going to do it. So it's not again, the avalanche I'm, game. No, I'm, I'm proud of this team. So. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for the Sunday edition of Locked on Avalanche. Uh, we will probably be back on Tuesday after, you know, we'll record after the Monday game um, for the Tuesday episode, but we didn't want to wait a day to talk about the abs going up three to nothing. So uh, that's why we're doing it now. And you have a special Sunday edition. So unless something crazy happens on Sunday for Monday, then we'll record. But uh, I, I think we'll, we'll hold off until Monday's game four. And then hopefully we're talking about good things for the avalanche going forward. All right, everybody. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Go check out locked on NHL or even Locked On Edmonton Oilers with our boy Brett over there for your second listen of the day. Uh, Until next time, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Selly. This is Locked On Avalanche Podcast. And I want to say happy birthday to my daughter, Jovi, who's turning six. Happy birthday, Jovi. If if you listen to the audio section, she's always the one that says go abs, go at the end. She's now turning six. I have a six-year-old in my house. What what the hell am I going to do now? Wow. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys uh, probably on Tuesday. Go, Abs, go!